0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord and Savior Jesus. What a privilege it is to live in such a time that even though we are not together, we are still together, that uh, God has allowed us this blessing of technology. I can only imagine Apostle Paul who used media to his best of his capacity ability in those days, thousands of years ago. he would dream of such a moment um, where he didn't have to st- worry about his writing and, and the size of his letters um, and how long it would take to reach um, the epistles, how long it would take to reach the churches. Can you imagine if he lived today? All he needed to do was get on a camera like this and there he is addressing his favorite church um, or rebuking his favorite church uh, and And so I wanna just thank God that God has given us this ability that even though we have this challenge, um, we are still together. And uh, thank you for all the warm welcome. And uh, I wanna thank God that we have Pastor Tini joining us. Thank you mama for for being part of this uh, show as you promised last Friday. I hope uh, you were blessed last Friday and um, we wanna just thank God for how he moved and how he blessed us in that uh, communion service and uh, we've been getting a lots of lots of feedback from you we've been receiving emails on facebook on instagram on youtube Uh, we appreciate all the feedback Um, pastor if you can start off by reading us a few feedbacks that we've we've received we won't have time to go through all of them but uh, we would like to Uh, go through some that has um, have reached us and if you have any further testimonies I hope to hear from you again.
1: Sure, and before that I would like to thank all the media team, the worship team for taking time and doing what you're doing. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for your hard work and may the Lord reward you.
0: Absolutely, they've been really working hard for a long time. I I wish you could see behind the scene the amount of work that goes behind. I believe that there's at least 30 to 40 hours of work. Um, By the way, uh, we are now going to be doing some of these videos in multiple other languages. We will, by now, um, I believe that you should be having videos in Spanish, uh, Italian, in French. French. um, I believe, I don't know if we have Tamil yet, but we have Hindi. We uh, have one more language, Malayalam. Yes, (laughs) so so we're quite excited that um, we are able to uh, bring these word to different languages because we are rivag nations. Yes. We believe in touching nations, and um, so we want to use this opportunity that the Lord has given to touch nations. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we start with whatever you have.
1: Uh. Yeah, so our first testimony is from the Middle East, and he says I'm Pastor Jomer Belez, Filipino, the last place where Prophet Shaiju ministered, the place of Alain. I'm um, one of the first man's he he laid hands on and started prophesying to me, and I received the prophecy from the man of God, Shaiju Matthew. From the time prophecy, from the time your prophecy, from the time you prophesied, and until now, I see a revival in my spirit, and I'm now following your videos, and I want you to be my spiritual dad, praying to meet you soon in the will of God.
0: Amen. Well, that's a beautiful testimony, Pastor. Um, we welcome you to our family. You don't need our permission to be part of this family. Um, Apostle Paul said, I have begotten you in the gospel, in Christ. So that is the that is the way you become part of the family. We, at least once a week, we have somebody writing to us asking permission to be part of us. You don't need our permission. Um, as the word comes to us, you become, what you eat. So as this word is, is, is growing in you, as Christ is being formed in you, as the apostle would say, as the Lord grows in you, as, the, as God uses this medium, this grace, this word that comes to you every week, as you take it in and you become Christ-like, you become a blessing even to us. You become part of the fruits that we bear. So you don't need a permission. Just uh, some one great man of God said, uh, if you are a son, um, you don't need my permission. You just need to act like one. So if you do that, it's only a matter of time that you will begin to see that God will connect us, God will bring us together. So wherever you guys are watching from, we we appreciate you, we love you. We, we know there are many people that have been following us and uh, we pray that grace will abound that the mercy the favor that is on this ministry that god will release it over your life and that you will begin to bear much fruit wherever you are and hopefully someday we will get to meet and uh, until then do contact our office do get in touch with our leaders we would love to hear how god is using you thank you for reaching out
1: amen thank you Next is from Christina, and she says the message of the caterpillar was indeed for me. The word today confirmed it yet again, and, I, and it truly, I truly encountered the presence of God while oh. listening to it. It broke me apart. Yet never experienced something so beautiful like this. Thank you so much from Kashmir.
0: Oh, Kashmir! Kashmir is wow. the is the north of uh, India. India. It's, it's, it's a beautiful place. We welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: We have another one from Samuel Veena, and she says, Thank you, Pastor, for shaking us in the spirit through yesterday's message. My name is Veena, Samuel, and we live in Dubai. A distant relative introduced us to your Revive Nation's ministry. I just have no words to thank you for directly speaking to my daughter, Akshana, and me regarding the plans God has for our lives. We have been in the stage of, of Pupa for long. We are now ready to become butterflies. We also heard you speak on burnout and I felt in my spirit as if you were speaking about me. We have been praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit for long and assured that the Lord is now preparing us for something great we will soon receive as we want to pray in the spirit. Thanks for your prayers for us.
0: Wow. Baptism of the spirit is something that the Lord desires to give you more than you desire to have. So as you're watching this video, be prepared that any moment of time, you will feel an unction in your spirit. You will feel something being stirred up inside. And all you need to do is at that moment, just let go of yourself and begin to speak as the spirit gives utterance. And I have seen many people that have wrote to us saying they received the Holy Spirit just as they were watching. In fact, uh, last Wednesday, we had, towards the end, the Holy Spirit really took over. The last Wednesday service was completely in a different dimension. And we saw how the Holy Spirit um, were filling up people just as they were watching through a video. And um, I want you to know that it is possible that as you watch us, be prepared that the Spirit of God will hit you where you are. And it can happen even today.
1: Amen. Man, We have another, another sister that says, I believe this prophecy is for me, and I received it in Jesus' name. I usually don't watch your sermon on a regular basis, but when I was reading the Bible, all of a sudden, I felt that I should watch this online sermon. I was listening to your sermon, and in between you began to prophesy, and you said someone who was stuck in pornography, and there were some spiritual attacks happening in the last two weeks, and you said that you you know that you have a great calling. It was me, in the morning I, I prayed and in the daytime I watched porn and at, the n- at night again I prayed and failed. Again and again these things were happening. I have seen dreams in which I have been attacked.
0: When a prophecy comes, it is God's way of drawing attention to your situation. And I believe it's not just the sister, I appreciate the fact that she was able to openly share it, um, but there are many other people that in our generation, especially, the access to such such um, filth is so easily available that the enemy can use even the smallest of discouragements, smallest of distractions. Uh, I remember I was talking to one young man and uh, he was struggling in certain areas and, and, and uh, we were trying to find out where was this root issue from how did this start how did this addiction start and all of a sudden the holy spirit opened my eyes and i began to see a vision of a video game and i was seeing this video game and beside this video game i saw there was something that was vulgar that was drawing his attention and this young man immediately confirmed that and how that became a window for the enemy to have access to his life. And that brought a series of addictions into his life for a series of time, for a long time. So I want to address that for a second to our generation that wherever you are, there is no addiction that the Lord Jesus cannot help you break out of. There is no bondage. That the Lord cannot break you out of. Uh, so, right now, every time you you believe that you are bound to it, then you will remain bound. But this is what you can do: you can begin to confess, you can start by confessing that I am no longer a slave to sin. Because the moment you give your life to Jesus, hear me, church. The moment you give your life to Jesus, you're no longer a slave to lust you're no longer a slave to anger you're no longer slave to uh, anxiety attacks you're no longer slave to any garbage that the enemy throws at you but guess what the enemy loves making you feel like you are still a slave and that is what causes us to be addicted to something because we believe we have failed we believe we have fallen we believe we don't have strength. We believe this is, has power and that keeps you addicted to that. But the moment you can change your thinking and say, wait a minute, I have the grace of God. I have the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And you begin to stop this lie of Satan. And uh, you begin to say, no, I'm not. I'm not um, going to live in this bondage. Remember, we were discussing that last week. Uh, It starts by the renewal of your mind. Transformation happens well by the renewal of your mind. So you have to first renew your mind that it does not have power over you. That demon of lust, that demon of addiction, that demon of whatever it is, is under your feet. So when you admit that that power, that that spirit has no power over you, then the second thing that you have to remember is that then what causes this to have power over you is habits. You have created an environment. We talked about environment last Wednesday. It was so critical. I hope you enjoyed it. If you still remember, yes. Um, The environment that you create will determine if whatever is on your life and how long it will sustain so the grace of God that was released on we talked about Saul King Saul that when the, the oil was released on him there was still a need where he had to enter into an, an environment where prophets who worship the Living God were worshipping the Lord When he entered into that environment, immediately the Spirit of God rushed upon him. Not what, not gentle. It was a quickening. The Spirit of God rushed upon him and took over him. And that is the moment people of God, you see he was turned into another man. So the environment that you create is very important. The environment is not, I'm not just talking about pornography anything the grace and the the anointing that is already on your life in order for that to have longevity in that to have for it to sustain longer some of you receive a grace and impartation through a video it doesn't last a week you're back to square one some people receive an impartation but in a year they're back to square one receiving a grace from god is the easy part the most important part is how can you sustain that grace? Sustainment comes because of the environment that you create, that you create. So think about it. Any uncleanliness that you allow in your environment, people of God, that is an environment where certain spirits can live under. Now, when I go to my house, just a few days ago, now is the seasons are changing. So um, the, 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 the dry leaves that fell from the last season were still on the ground. So we decided to do a cleanup and we, we removed those leaves. And I was surprised to see the leaves on the outside look dry. But when I started pulling off those, some of those leaves, beneath that was wet ground. And beneath that was certain insects that were comfortably living under. Certain insects that were hiding in in wet and muddy and dark environment. Certain reptiles do not live out in the open. They don't live under light. They look for places it can hide. So when you create a, a certain sin, a certain addiction, a certain offense, a certain argument between your husband and wife, a certain offense against your own man of God, a woman of God. Now that offense becomes a place where the enemy can hide, not just hide people of God. That is a place where the enemy thrives. These insects, they make me be you, faster than humans. That is a place where the enemy increases its work. So the environment that you create will determine where is this the environment where angels ascend and descend? Or is this the environment where Satan flourishes? So don't just wait for somebody to come and help you. You see, that's the problem that many of us have in our generation. We are all waiting for an outside encounter we are waiting for an outside light. We are waiting for an angel. We are waiting for something external to come when it is the word of God that comes and transforms you. It is a word that the prophet said that led Saul to a place of transformation. But we don't pay attention to the word. We don't understand that this little word that is even come that what I've shared the last few minutes is enough for you to carry this into your spirit and start bringing order into your house start cleaning your environment start cleaning your bed start cleaning your kitchen your house create an environment where you can create encounters where I remember my spiritual father Prophet Emmanuel Makandeva he once said he said the environment that you create, will determine the clarity of the voice of God.
1: Mm.
0: So, it's the same thing, order in your life will bring clarity to the voice of God that comes to you. I hope uh, we're just doing little, little. I hope uh, that's helping somebody.
1: Okay, Uh, Another message. This message was for me and my wife. We were a little disturbed by a dream that my wife saw. Everything you spoke about was for us. And the point when you said to come and lay hands on the screen first time, just a few seconds before, I was prompted to get up from my seat and do the same. I received so much. Thank you so much, Papa. Love you.
0: Wow, wow, wow. wow. We want to thank the Lord for the grace of God that is released through these videos and by your simple faith. Be able to receive much more. So keep doing that. Even that's what Christianity is about. Christianity is all about our faith. God honors our faith. God honors our simple things that we do. The the response to what God is doing is what God honors. You know, because there are sometimes you you experience God, you know there is God, and then you do nothing about it. You, you're not moved by it. You don't even sit up straight when you feel God. So the response we give to the presence of God, the response we give to His Word is what God is paying much attention to. And uh, I appreciate you guys. And that's what Jacob said. He said, oh, the Lord was here. I did not even know it. Mm. And that caused him to quickly get up and build an altar. Yes. He said, no, I cannot know that that God is here and not build an altar to that presence of the Lord. So I appreciate your proactiveness to the presence of God even that is beautifully flowing this morning. And this presence is for you, for your house, for your future. And this presence will preserve you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: This is from Ekta Rohoma. She says, We were just on the verge of losing our jobs. We had just come to a new city, both of us as a couple, and had started working only for a week, and we were asked to leave the job because of radical faith in Jesus. We prayed and asked God for an answer from God. It's Monday today, and we were about to leave on Friday. Thrice Satan tried to stop us from watching this video. But that word was for us and we held on till the end. I know our Lord is a restorer of everything. Bless you, Pastor.
0: Wow, 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 wow. Oh, we want to thank the Lord for how he's leading us. And uh, we're expecting many more testimonies to come this year. Believe when everybody else is finding loss. May you gather your blessings in Jesus' mighty name. Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: We have another from Tanuja Rana, and she says, A big thanks to Jesus. I was totally broken from the last 20 days. And yes, I was eaten by my past and many more things. Yes, as you said, the devil and his dear ones kept reminding me and others how I was and my history. About my history, I was totally drowned in thoughts. But now the main thing I assured through this clip is that is the one who is standing is with me is more than enough. Struggles are real and so are the promises of God. Thank you so much, Pastor. God bless you. Much love and wishes from India.
0: You see, we don't want to take too much time on it. I think we'll do one more, if it's okay.
1: This is from Karen and she says, I just want to take a moment to honor and thank you for everything you do for us. What God's doing in my life through you, even through a screen, is unimaginable and I'm speechless. Today, the presence of God filled my room so heavily through the 2D two days life, the atmosphere completely shifted and I could feel his tangible presence exactly as if I was at church and there's no better way to end the day of my birthday. It was in fact my wish to God as a birthday gift to feel his tangible presence once again because it was something I temporarily lost along with his favor due to the most dry season of my life that I'm slowly getting out of. This is a huge testimony because this season lasted seven to eight months. Right now, my face is drowned with tears. I can't stop weeping. His tangible presence took over me since you started speaking.
0: Wow, 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 wow. We want to celebrate with all these testimonies. We will take them sometime else, another time. Um, We just want want to thank God, keep them coming we are happy to hear how god is using these these videos there is no better thing there is no nothing greater we would do than to see how god is using these videos to transform people's lives thank you thank you for sharing your heart thank you for being vulnerable thank you we 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 want to thank god for the grace people of god what god is doing for one person he will do for another one thing that um, Maybe if I can ask you a question is, last week I was, as I was sharing, I, I was reminding our viewers about one time how you said how if somebody is facing a, a low self-esteem or insecurity and uh, sometimes even after, I don't know if you remember you saying this one time, um, even after some time that the enemy will try to bring them back even though they have overcome that. That the enemy will test them in the same area yes so i would like to ask you what would give us a understanding of that how, give us a scenario of how the enemy tries to bring that back how does that happen how what have you noticed how the enemy tries to bring up that old nature in us again to bring back that insecurity
1: um you know, he, enemy is he. He knows people, right? He he knows. He's a, he's a master psychologist, if I may call him. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows how humans. He's
0: dealt with humans for. 6,000 he's dealt years. with yes.
1: He's dealt with humans, and he knows how each and every one of us are. And so, uh, let's see, for example, if somebody has dealt with rejection in their past, and even though you know God has, they have received Jesus, and they have overcome that. Mm-hmm. I believe that as they grow and mature the enemy will always try to uh, use situations and scenarios to let's say to make them feel left out or rejected Mm. and just to test you know just to see if that will keep manifesting and for some people probably they have dealt with it kind of on the surface level, but not really mm-hmm. dig deeper and really dealt the roots, it will always keep coming back. And you, this person, no matter how much, um, no matter what, they will always feel rejected because they have not dealt with it. And some others, you know, who has renewed their mind, who has overcome, and they believe the Word of God, they believe who God has called them to be, they will be able to overcome it. They won't even feel that that rejection. that they have experienced in the past. So I feel like that's, you know, that's something that the enemy will keep bringing.
0: I'd like to ask you more on this, yeah. um, on how, how people can, you know, to completely overcome that past brokenness. But before I say that, it's all, it's like a, you know, an example I could probably give. Um, is like a wound that is cut in your body once that wound is cut it takes time for that wound to be healed depending on how deep that wound is it takes a few weeks to a few months depending on the situation and now as the wound is being healed if this person goes to peel it off what happens is you are rehashing that wound and you're you're causing that wound to need to again go through a healing process so what many believers have successfully done is that every single argument they have with their spouse, they reopen their old wound. Mm-hmm. They reopen their past hurts. So you're looking at a situation where there is no total healing. So they are in an endless cycle of, before they can get healed, they're back to square one. So the enemy loves it. Yes. Now, There is a place where your wound can come, where it comes to a place of a total healing. Now, if it's not totally healed, you know how it, how you will know it it doesn't heal is when somebody tries to touch it. You say, ouch! Yeah. It looks healed, but when you touch it, you are hurt again. Yes. So, this is probably the reason why when your spouse or your friend or your colleague, there is a rejection in your heart. There is something that you think is healed because you've been confessing all the Bible verses. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they, the moment somebody touches that area, you see a meltdown, you see an explosion. Then you thrash out, you walk out, you get angry, You upset. Hey, now this is a person who said they are healed. This is the person that we're seeing angels. This is the person that we're saying that, oh, I'm free. I'm delivered. You were going on Facebook and testifying and all that until somebody touched that wound. Yes. And then almost immediately, you pull right back. And then you realize that you were in healed. You are far from healed. But then how do you know you're healed? It's when somebody touches the wound again. And in fact, now it doesn't hurt. In fact, that wound becomes a showpiece. Yes. You start showing it to people and say, Do you remember this wound was from 1996? Mm-hmm. This was from 2011. Uh, and you have a story to tell. And you're smiling about it. Mm-hmm. The poison is uprooted. There is a place where God can take you. Where He can remove the pain of your past memory. Maybe the memory will remain but God can bring you to a place where he can remove the pain in your memory. What do you advise to somebody that, that finds themselves going back to it all over again?
1: I would say a couple of things you can do to help yourself. Number one is recognize what your problem is, what your weakness is, what is it that you always struggle with? What is the behavior that you know that is not proper, is not appropriate? Sometimes you can even hear from your spouse. You can hear your spouse complaining saying, why are you so defensive? Why are you so shut? Why are you? So you need to dig deeper and find out, why am I like this? So don't take that as an insult. Yes, don't take that as an insult, but just try to look inside and dig deeper and find out why God, why am I behaving like this? Why am I? Why am I so defensive? Why am I feeling worked up? Why am I getting so emotional? And that's how—that's the number one step. And secondly, get help. If you have a pastor, if you have someone that you can talk to about it, go to them and expose this problem and tell them this is how you feel. Sometimes just having another person's perspective will just shed light to your problem and then you will be able to understand why you behave a certain way and uh, lastly ask the holy spirit he's our helper you know ask him to um, help you to heal in that area sometimes uh, there is some memory of your childhood that you have not really dealt with probably that is what is is causing all these all these emotions causing all these insecurities so ask the holy spirit to remind you to dig into your past or whatever situation that you experienced that caused a scar or a hurt in your heart and with the help help of the Holy Spirit I believe that if you desire if you're desperate for help for change I believe God will help you you just have to be desperate to change to ask for for help and ask for uh, desire to change and I believe that So do you you feel that
0: some people are not desperate enough for a change? I
1: believe so because they're too busy either um, finding faults with others that they don't realize that the fault is is within themselves. So as long as you're in that place, you can really never receive um, any breakthrough. So start by asking God help for yourself because it's important that you help yourself before you help someone else.
0: So when they are when they are too busy finding mistake in others, mm-hmm. that is a sign that they are not ready for a change. They're not desperate is what you're saying. Absolutely. So that means they have to start. What if what if the other person is actually insulting them? Like what if, you know, the husband is saying, You are too stubborn but but he's hurting them in the process. Mm-hmm. Now, yes I understand um, but as a human being mm-hmm they would probably go through a place where they're like, hey, this is, I, I don't have to put up with this. Mm-hmm. So then they get defensive and then they start fighting. Mm-hmm. So what if that feelings that hurts the pain that they're going through is real, that their man is needs a change? How would you, how would they, how do they have to react in certain situations?
1: I would say then you need to obviously word yourself differently, approach the person differently. If your spouse is someone who is the problem, you know, who has flaws, who has weakness, and who've not had healing in their life, then you have to be patient with them, show them grace, show them mercy, so keep praying.
0: Be patient, but doesn't mean that you're not saying that submission means keep quiet.
1: No. But the at the same all.
0: time, Use the right attitude,
1: you roost the right attitude, right approach, mm. and just be patient with them because you know, many a times when we mess up, when we are in our lowest of moments, God doesn't give up on us, He doesn't stop showing mercy and grace on us. So, the, the mercy that you receive is the mercy that you give, you know. So, you have to keep showing mercy on your spouse and be patient with them at the same time, you know, um, keep keep talking to the lord about it and keep trying to expose the situation when they are in the right of mind if they
0: right mind yeah. when
1: they are in the right mind
0: keep the dialogue open
1: yes okay. keep trying to help them keep trying to expose their flaws and telling them listen why do you have you know it's all about the way you communicate you have to treat them sometimes like a child and talk to them explain to them so that ways they know that you're not attacking them but you're trying to help them and it takes a lot of time a lot of trust being so vulnerable being time
0: w- time time makes sense because one thing that I've noticed is that most couples try to fix it overnight
1: yeah
0: and most couples give up overnight yes and that causes things to be destroyed overnight. Yes. So um, being in it for long term, mm-hmm. that is probably the biggest key to bring total healing. Absolutely. Uh, face it, don't, there is nothing you're going through that, you know, one of the worst things that you can tell yourself is this is why I am, take it or leave it. The moment you say that people of God, you have, you have failed, you know, you are putting yourself in a situation where you become, this is who I am, I will not change. Um, this is my fashion, I don't care about whether it looks good or not. At some point, there needs to be one person that will come into your life and say, no, you've got to try this color. Mm-hmm. No, no, I know you don't think this color suits you, but you have to try it. And, uh, and that person begins to show you something that you never thought was possible. So if you feel like, no, 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 this is who I am, this is it, nobody will be able to help you. Uh, Chances are that when the Lord Jesus comes Himself, you will tell Him, no, 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 this is who I am, accept me for who you are. Mm -hmm. The Lord will accept you for who you are, but He wants you to change right after that. So we we thank God for that. Another question that keeps coming up uh, in this season is the situation, the challenge that the global pandemic that we are facing, uh, the corona? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't even like saying that word. Uh, we've seen how the the enemy has been too glorified with that uh, uh, that that whole title, that name. Um, but there is a name that is greater than all other names, and that is the name of Jesus. Amen. So. I want you to be strong. I want to be courageous. Um, don't allow fear in the season. Um, I want to talk to all our believers, all our, all our, f- our family members um, in the Lord. I want you to know that God is strengthening you in the season, God is helping you in the season. So, no matter what you're going through, just be at peace. Yes. Begin to tell the Lord, Now is the time. I want to see your word manifest in my life. Yes. So yes, take precaution. If you're unwell, take precaution. Mm-hmm. and Take precaution that you don't put yourself in a harm's way. But at the same time, don't allow fear to take over. Somebody was telling me a story about how somebody was feeling sick. And the next moment you saw in a, in a room full of people, um, everybody started feeling the same symptoms. It was unbelievable. Everybody started coughing. Everybody felt like clearing their throat. Everybody felt like their chest was burning. But the fact is that it takes uh, two weeks for the symptoms to manifest, but these guys were manifesting in, in 15 minutes. There is a term they use for that. It's called psychosomatic. In other words, your body begins to respond to the fear that you you believe mm-hmm. so for example if somebody is already sick and they start thinking about that sickness they start studying about the sickness they start googling about the sickness they read everything about the sickness immediately their body begin to create that response mm-hmm. and i tell you it's 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 amazing the power of our mind and um, and and soon If there is somebody that does not have a sickness and they begin to think about it, imagine what happens. You have created an open door, a window for the enemy to have access to you. So in this season, people of God, remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You know, I was seeing a a powerful vision for somebody. This was before they were diagnosed with the sickness um, and and the Lord began to show me a vision of a, a golden propeller of a plane. It was made out of gold. And then the Holy Spirit showed me that the fan was bent. Now, two days later, this person called us up to say that they had Corona. But the Holy Spirit had already told me, he said, so what if the fan is bent? So I looked at that fan and I, I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, Lord, The fan is bent. The plane cannot fly. And the Holy Spirit told me, so what? The fan is bent. The engine is fine. (laughs) That excited me. That the enemy might try to bend the propellers, but the engine he cannot touch. The Spirit of God is your engine. So I want you to know that there are things that you can do that God will ship. One of the things that we did last week was to have communion together as a church family and that is just one of the keys. Yes, prayer is something that Christians we do the most but that is again one of the keys. Pastor Tini, if you can share with them what you were sharing with me the other day about what you learned about King David yes. and what he did during the time when there was a plague
1: yes.
0: because there was three options that that the Lord gave him yes. because of a sin that he did yes one was a soul
1: yeah
0: uh, second was to be be captured by the enemies yes and the third was the plague yeah and that's when King David said I, I prefer just being falling into the hands of God yeah. than to fall into the hands, hands of, of these mind. enemies because yeah. God he's the one shows mercy yes so, as much as I believe that God has permitted this season where this sickness and this plague come, but what what did you learn from that? If you can share us with us a bit.
1: So when uh, the Israelites, when God sent this flag to the Israelites, um, the Lord sent the word through the prophet Gad to David, to King David saying, build an altar for me. And King David goes to this man named uh, Arona to buy uh, some threshing, ho- threshing floor, to build an altar and make offering to the Lord. Uh, I love this verse and it's it's if you want to look it up. It's it's uh, 2nd Samuel chapter 24 verse 23 and 24.
0: I'll read it for you. All this, O King Arona gives to the king and Arona said to the king, may the Lord your God accept you. But the king said to Arona, no, but I will buy it from you for a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. And David built there an altar to the Lord. And David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord responded to the plea for the land and the plague was averted from Israel.
1: You know, King uh, Arona wanted to give David for free the threshing hole, the threshing floor. But King David said, no, I will not take something that I want to give to the Lord for free. I want to pay a price and build an altar with my money. And I found that very interesting because mm-hmm. for during a time, during a time when there was a plague, he wanted to build an altar as a protection to because it sometimes we believe, I, I believe that prayer alone is not just enough. It's not just prayers alone. We need to make an altar before the Lord.
0: That's true because there, there are many keys in the kingdom. Yes. So there's a key of David, which is different from the key of prayer. Yes. So if, if somebody is just going to depend on one thing yes. for their breakthrough, mm-hmm. you know, at some point you, they need to start asking the question, I have prayed for 10 years mm-hmm. and have not breakthrough in one area. Because I've been using the same key. God already heard the prayer. In fact, the Bible says God already knows about their situation even before they prayed. Yes. So that is where it talks about, hey, you've been asking for things. God says, I already know that you need mm-hmm. these things. So sometimes when you've tried one key and it's not worked, you have to start asking yourself, what more other keys yes. are there? So And I see that even in the, in the life of Job. Um, I see that in in many situations. Mm. Go on.
1: And so David built an altar, and that is the power of altars. On a Sunday, uh, while the offering was going on, I felt the Holy Spirit tell me to empty my wallet. And, um, you know, that money was all that I had, and I was trying to save it up to get few things and just to go through uh, for the week.
0: That being said, uh, I don't handle the money. She handles all our money.
1: But I, I clearly felt the Holy Spirit leading me to empty my wallet. And, you know, I did it obediently and I did it with all my heart. And I was really And I've seen happy. you do that
0: uh, multiple times.
1: And he does this often, you know, once in a while. He. Just I
0: come back home in the afternoon, she says, "My um, uh, wallet's empty, <laughs> the Lord told me to drop it.
1: <laughs> yes. And, you know, I was happy and I was like, you know, I hope God is pleased and all that. And the following week, the Lord led me to do the same thing again where Again, I had some more money that I had accumulated over the week. And again, the Lord told me to empty my wallet. And I'm telling you, it hurt, you know, because that was all the money that I had and we were a bit tight. But I just, I knew God was telling me. It was because there was something about giving. There was something about God wanting to, when I give, God would release more of a blessing. When I was giving from the little that I had, so now, at, a, at such a time as this, when I know many of us are having, um, uh, you know, financial constraints where you are trying to save up all the money because, you know, because of all the things that's going around. But I believe so strongly that we have to be faithful in our giving. We have to be faithful in our tithes. We have to not hold back from giving and being generous. because. You know think about it when there was a plague that's when the lord led david king david to build an off to make an altar and build an offering
0: i see that right here god came to david that day and said to him go up and set up an altar to the lord that's verse 18.
1: yeah so so i believe that as a family we need to Develop this habit of just building altars and say, God, me and my household, this plague cannot touch us. This virus cannot touch me and my family. This virus shall not, we shall not be affected by this. And I believe that building altars is is such a vital part for every child of God.
0: And the spirit of giving. Yes. Um, It has transformed our lives and we know that we will never go broke because the Lord has taught us this principle and we have seen how it works for us. And um, and I I notice that the more we live in fear, the more we hold back. And the more we live by faith, the more we release. And so I want to decree this over you, that irrespective of what the enemy has been doing in your life, that the enemy will not be able to steal the financial grace and Mm. favor that will come to you, that will draw to you, people of God, because God sees that you are like Abraham, Mm -hmm. that you understand the language of the greatest giver. Mm -hmm. And you cannot move the greatest giver if you are not still exercising faith of giving and building altars, even in your most fearful times. In fact, there is something that we can learn from the life of Job, where the Bible talks about Job, when the enemy wanted to attack him, the, before he could physically attack him, the place where the enemy attacked him first is his cattle. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy knows that this guy, even if I attack his health, he's what he's going to do is he's going to build altars. Yes. He's going to, to speak the language of God to God. And the language of God is God so loved that he gave. Mm. So the enemy said the only way I can cripple this man is by first attacking his greatest place of giving. Mm. If I can cripple that area that when he is sick, he has nothing to build an altar before the Lord. Remember, people of God, as long as Job was able to build an altar daily before the Lord. Ah, There was a divine protection, a hedge that was around his life. Let that grace of God teach you how to give your life as an altar. How to give your whole life to God and say, God, there is nothing that I have that will not be yours. And that is a great place of victory Mm -hmm. that each and every believer can function, taste it, practice it, live from victory to victory because God is never indebted to any human being on earth. Mm -hmm. You can never out give God. Mm -hmm. God is not in debt of anybody. So you cannot give to God and owe to God because God will outdo you any day. That reminds me of the dream that you saw. Mm -hmm. Would you want to share that?
1: Yeah, so in the dream, (laughs) I was basically telling them about Um, about the power of of, uh, giving altars and the power of offering. And I was telling them, you know, I don't want to talk about it because people will think that um, I'm teaching this so that people will give me money. But that's not, that was not my desire at all. It's really for their benefit, it's for their blessing. Because when I emptied my wallet those two weeks, I'm telling you, the following weeks I got Double of what I had sold. I don't even know how much I sold because I didn't want to calculate. I just gave everything, and I and I and I I was so confident in my God because the Bible says, "Test me, right? Test me with my tithes." And I, I knew my God. I know my God will not, um, you know, my my wallet will not be empty. And I'm telling you, the following week my wallet was full again because I was faithful. I was obedient in when God you know, led me to give. And I've seen that with God, that He is a faithful, He's a faithful God.
0: Amen, so be encouraged people of God that in this season, no matter what the enemy is trying to do against you, against your house, against your family, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So we are going to take time together right now and come in agreement with you and pray with you right now. Um, it's a unique Sunday. It's a different kind of Sunday. And I don't feel so lonely because my wife is here with me. Thank you for joining mm-hmm. me today. Uh, my pleasure. You better tell her to do this more often. <laughs> so, so I want you to be prepared. Use the many keys, not just one key of giving. Use the key of praise and worship, people mm-hmm. of God. Take time in your house. I was praying for somebody and the Holy Spirit told me to give them an instruction and said, just tell them to sing out loud. Because I was seeing tension, I was seeing meltdown, I was seeing frustration, anger. And the solution, the prophetic solution to them was the Holy Spirit was saying, in order for this this chaos to leave you, just tell them to sing out loud, Mm. to worship the Lord in this season so this is a season when together come together as a family yes you've 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 had enough time for um, your social media now it is time for you to sing to the lord and as you sing as you sing as a family when you see mama singing a song on the other side of the room you join in when you see papa singing on the other side of the room you join in and as a family let worship go up we do that when When mama is singing a song, immediately Catherine will join from that side. Moses will join in from the other. I I pitch in. We try to sing the same song. We try to create the atmosphere. We fill the atmosphere. If you have multiple speakers in different rooms, get those speakers to sing out a worship song. Begin to decree the goodness of the Lord, the Mm -hmm. faithfulness of God. Even as you're watching this, I decree that whatever the enemy has been doing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yes. He will not overpower you. You will have victory in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You will have breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Fear is leaving you right now. Can you identify fear when fear is coming? Mm -hmm. Let's say even if there is a sickness right now in your body, don't allow allow fear. Even if you are catching a cold and a cough, don't start running with fear. Mm -hmm. You need to Tell that sickness in your body, hey, wrong address, wrong address. Hey, I am not your garbage bin devil. You need to stand up. This is your time where you put your faith to test and you tell that virus, get out of my system in the name of Jesus. Get out in the name of Jesus. You're feeling a little tired, sing to the Lord. Thank the Lord and say, Lord, this is not for death. This is for your glory. And tell the Lord, Lord, Show the world, make me a testimony. Let the world see that this is going to turn for my victory. Let the world see, use me as an example to show them that in Christ, there is no failures. In Christ, we have no loss. In Christ, he will take us from victory to victory. Come on, agree with me right now as we begin to pray for you from the studio we as we decree we are releasing grace with you begin to pray if you are watching us together with your family go ahead begin to hold your hands yes (laughs) i don't know what it is about the season i see butterflies i see butterflies i told you on wednesday that i will remind you on sunday i want to take this moment to remind you that when i was ministering in march I began to see something, and I said, "I don't know why, but I say I see a string going through March to April," and I, the Lord began to say, "And the the rains in April will bring flowers in May," and He said, "The string. I don't know if you remember that a string is going through April." At that time, I remember feeling a little sad by saying, "Lord, April, there's nothing dramatic." What is it about April? Only thing you want to tell me about April is that there's a spring going by. Mm. Oh, people of God. The rain of God is being released in April. The month of April, there is spiritual rain. Mm. The month of April, God is reviving you. March was not at that strong spiritually. March, uh, there was lukewarmness. March, there was little coldness, but in April, I see the body of Christ awakening. Yes. I see you rising up. I see new fervor. I see new passion, new Mm -hmm. zeal. Mm -hmm. This is a time for you to rise up. This is a time for you to focus. This is a time for you to get back on track. So I'm going to pray. As you pray, get ready for an impartation. Get ready for grace. Mm -hmm. Get ready to be transformed into what God is doing. Yes, you're coming out of the cocoon. Mm -hmm. There may be a struggle, but you're still coming out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful time that you have given us with your children. Thank you, Lord, for using this this video to empower your children in multiple areas. Oh, yes, people of God, as I'm seeing, Lori Nimune Tebrokusia. Yes, minduka Bala. Rete bere bere Two things that the Lord is speaking right away. One, I'm seeing a landslide. I see a whole part of a mountain just coming down. Yes, it looks like. It is a negative prophecy. But also the second thing the Holy Spirit is saying is that those that trust in the Lord will not be shaken. He is the rock. Every other rocks fail, but the Christ the rock, it will remain. Even if the heaven and earth passes away, He promised, to pass away, he will, it is an eternally standing word, and that grace is what is inviting you this morning. That grace is reminding you that the Lord God will protect you and your house. Le Ramene Kinesia, Father, when there is landslides all around us, protect your children that are watching this video and coming in agreement with me, Lord. If you're coming in agreement, I want to hear you. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know in the comments in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as your children are typing, let there be a grace that will be released upon them. Mm. That, that, yes, yes, yes. When you see a landslide on a hill, that puts a certain fear in you because you expect the rock to be the most strong and steady, but you see even some of the strong is failing and that can bring fear into your heart. But hear me, child of God, even if you see the strong around you begin to crumble. Your Lord is holding your hands. Fear not. This word is coming to you with great accuracy and sharpness. This week, There will be certain news that will come to your ears that will cause fear in your heart. Watch this video again and receive strength. In the mighty name of Jesus, The Holy Spirit is showing me a vision. When Peter was sinking, he put his hand out to the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus' hand pulled him right up. When you feel like you're sinking, remember, you don't have to sink. Put your hands out to the Lord Jesus. Call out on him. Make a vow before the Lord. Build an altar before the Lord. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Make communion with the Lord. The Lord Jesus that we serve is a faithful God. He's an everlasting refuse to those who trust in him. Friday, I told you about that word. If you haven't watched the Friday's word, please take time to watch it and please participate in the Lord's table with us on that video. But I reminded you, kiss the sun that you may not perish along the way. We will continue loving Jesus and the Lord Jesus will hold us up. So don't be afraid. No matter how the waves seem to enter into your boat, remember what the Lord said, don't be afraid. He is your rock. Wow, 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 Father, we bless your children in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever they are watching from, we bless you. You're receiving a blessing of somebody that is standing in the spiritual realm. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I bless you. Mama and I, we bless you in the name of the Lord. And we command you, you shall not just survive in the season, you will thrive in the season. You will fly high in this season. You are blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, send your children with great grace from this video. Send your children with great strength, with great confidence. That is now fill your spirit. Oh, no fear, no fear. Tell your symptoms shut up in the name of Jesus. Tell the devil, I don't care. I know who I am. I know whose I am. Let me see you come back to the house of God with a testimony of how you defeated the spirit of Corona. We are going to have the next lineup. Do you remember the last two months we had lineups, one hour, one and a half hours of testimonies alone. That line is coming back. We are going to have you in that line talking about the grace of God that protected you. People of God, be at rest. Mm. Lord Jesus, go with your children. Strengthen them. Let them feel your presence even as they are watching this. In Jesus' name we pray. amen Amen. and amen quickly take a second to share this with someone let the grace of God be released upon their life leave a comment and let me know what is happening in your body right now how you're feeling the presence of God I want to hear your testimonies because I believe God is shifting you even this week until we see you again stay under the mighty hand of God would you like to say something before we close
1: I just want to wish everyone a happy Easter. Yes. Have a good time with your family. Emma. God bless you. God bless you.